But the thing is, you are not your thoughts. In the moment you have this deep realization, you are able to surrender. But as more I take life personal, especially in the middle of the night, as more it keeps me awake. Hello and welcome to the podcast, The Inner Game of Food, Diet and Life. Supporting you on your way to better health and living the life you want to live. If you face any health challenges, want to lose weight, live a healthier lifestyle or simply want a better understanding about yourself and how to enhance inner healing mentally and physically, this podcast is for you. Hello and welcome. Our episode today is all about sleep, sleep, sleep. I would like to start with an ancient tale, which says that while roaming around the Himalayas, a powerful deity found the secret of happiness for all mankind, but out of jealousy wanted to hide it from humans. He asked himself, should I hide it at the top of a Himalayan mountain? Or should I hide it at the bottom of the deepest ocean? He finally concluded that the best place to hide anything from humans would be to place it just below their own nose, since they would search everywhere in the outside world before searching within themselves. You not sleeping can have multiple reasons. It can be that you eating too late before bedtime, so your digestive system has to keep working. You're feeling full and uncomfortable and your sleep is interrupted. Or caffeine and theopromine found in dark chocolate does function as a stimulant and eaten too late in the day can keep you up at night. Exercise in the evening is not a problem at all. The opposite is shown that it even supports a good night's sleep. However, doing high-intensity exercises just before, like an hour before bedtime will probably leave you to fall asleep later or even leave you to have an interrupted sleep, especially when you are going through menopause, especially with high-intensity exercise later in the afternoon is probably not a good idea because of the levels of your cortisol. Blue light through electronics in your bedroom and too much light in channel can keep you awake. It also affects the reproduction of melatonin, which is a hormone produced in your pineal gland, which supports your sleep. To reproduce melatonin, you want to have your bedroom as dark as possible. But the biggest reason is because your mind is busy. It can be that you watched a film or reading a book that is so engaging you find it difficult to switch off. 
Maybe you had an argument with your partner just before bedtime or a conversation about finances, and that is keeping you awake at night. Or you were working long hours, having a lot of stress at work, or you experienced a trauma which seems to wake you up at night. We all know it. No one is immune to it. Worry, stress, and anxiety can keep us awake or wake us up in the middle of the night and there is no going back. You toss and turn, but that is it. Your mind is just too busy and it seems very real. We maybe even have physical reactions as our heart is beating fast, we perspire, or the head is pounding. Now you maybe say, but yes, I feel scared or I feel all stress. It is because of X, Y, Z. But when you take a moment and you listen, take a deep breath and you realize your partner cannot put feelings into you. If your partner would be able to put feelings into you, he probably would make you that you love him 24-7. But like with my partner, sometimes when he comes home, I think, oh, I really love Alan. And then other afternoons he comes home and I hardly recognize him. So it is not him who is putting the feeling of love into me. Or your work cannot put feelings into you. You can have a really busy period where you have loads of stuff and in the middle you experience joy. So your experience changed. Your mind is somewhere else and it's not at the workplace or you come to the same busy desk the next day, loads of emails and you feel absolutely okay with it. So your workload hasn't changed, but your mind has changed. Your experience of life has changed. Your bank account cannot put feelings into you. A past experience cannot put feelings into you. It's sure that it was not nice whatever you experienced in life and it was probably very hard in that time to deal with on. But today, it has no power over you. Not actively. No one and nothing can put feelings into you. So when you think 90% of thought is subconscious, it is unseen to us. It's like an iceberg. You see the top of the iceberg, but the biggest chunk of the iceberg is in the sea underneath so you don't see it and that's the same with thought 90% of thought is subconscious but that doesn't mean it's not thought now you may be saying yes I know that but I have no control over it I try to stop thinking but it doesn't work and the problem is exactly that we try to control our thoughts we think positive, we try to think positive all the time and we judge what we think and when it is not to our own liking, we add 
through judgment and wishing it away a lot more thinking on top of it. You're not able to control thought and even or definitely not in the middle of the night when you're asleep. The only thing you want to know is that it is thought and the nature of thought is to pass by. I'm safe, but I experience thought. That's all. That's all I need to know. Have you ever watched a sleeping dog when he twitches? It is because he experienced thought. He's having about him being out and about. And we call that dreams. My dog, for example, he likes in his sleep to bark sometimes really gently and moves his paws and pretends he's outside walking. He's experienced thought. So when you wake up in the middle of the night and your mind is racing with all the stuff that is going through your head, in that moment that you can notice I'm lying here in bed, but my mind is telling me otherwise. In that moment that you have this realization, you're feeling your body, you're hearing the noises around you, you can hear your own breathing. In that moment, your mind is returning to peace and quiet. You notice that you go in and out of thought and you're less and less interested in figuring anything out in the middle of the night. Have you ever heard about counting sheep jumping over a fence and through the counting you fall back to sleep? I heard that when I was, oh, I think, still a child. And that's the same with passing thought. Just be observant of your thoughts, but you don't have to deal or engage with them. You don't need any techniques, but just that simple realization that I experience thought which I don't have to engage in definitely not at three o'clock in the morning that's all I need to know as human beings we have this amazing capacity that we can see that we're thinking ourselves away from that present moment this realization will leave you to find back to peace and quiet in the night and also in the middle of what seems an overwhelming day. When we wake up and we realize that we do so and immediately we judge our situation, we worry that we woke up, here we go again in the middle of the night awake where everybody is fast asleep. That alone is fulfilling. You worry already hours before you go to bed and you wonder if you will wake up again. And of course, that worry will probably wake you up or even more so doesn't even let you fall asleep. You're not able to predict the future. You never know if you will be waking up. But if you have the strong belief that you do so, it's probably how it's going to turn out. You start to identify yourself with that person who cannot sleep. Maybe you go to the doctor who lets you know you're having insomnia. 
And now you finally have that label on yourself. You can say, I'm having insomnia. I'm that person who has insomnia. But as helpful it sometimes can be to have a diagnosis, it doesn't leave any room for change. How about instead you say, momentarily I experience insomnia. You're having a moment where you cannot sleep. Doesn't mean that it will stay that way forever. Nothing is constant. Everything is changing. Maybe you want to ask yourself some questions. What is my inner wisdom telling me? What can I do to find back to a good night's sleep? What does it need of me? How can I support myself? How about you sit down for a moment, take a few minutes, maybe 15 minutes, half an hour. Don't pick up your phone. Don't do anything. Just be. And experience how thought always wants to take you away from that moment right now. One moment you see what's right in front of you and the next moment it's like you're not there. So why should your insomnia not being able to change? When you look back at the last year, did you really not sleep every night? Or were there some nights actually where you did sleep? We have this tendency to see what we cannot do, feeling sorry for ourselves instead of seeing what we actually are capable of. We are so busy commiserating with ourselves and all around us when you listen that we often don't notice. I saw once a study, I think it was from Dr. Michael Mosley, where he took a group of people who had chronic back pain and he said to half the group, this group, you have medication and the other group, he gave placebo. And the people who had medication, they actually thought um, they're trying this new medication and um, they actually experienced that their pain got less and less. Most of them, I think it was 80, 90% of them. And it was because they suddenly looked out for the moments where they didn't have pain instead of the moments where they were in pain. When we experience chronic pain, it is often the case that we concentrate so much on the times when we experience that pain that we don't see the times when we don't. We can only experience pain through the power of thought, but that is a completely different subject I will do another podcast about. So I just want to invite you to open your eyes, to be open for change to see yourself as fluid. Your cells are renewing themselves constantly. In a year's time, your handbag will be older than you are. Our views are changing. 
the way we see life is today probably different from how you saw yourself years back. Not one day is the same. Your experience thought is changing constantly. So when you cannot sleep tonight, it doesn't mean that you cannot sleep tomorrow. If you don't sleep for a week, it doesn't mean you have insomnia and that is it, you never will sleep again. Be gentle with yourself. So there are, it seems, a hundred and million reasons that could be responsible that you don't sleep at night. But that is when we look external. When we look inside, when we listen inside, it comes down to one, the power of thought. You're just momentarily, innocently, very innocently caught up in your identity. Your experience of life, which comes to you always by the power of thought. Through thought, you experience yourself and the life you're living. But the thing is, you are not your thoughts. In the moment you have this deep realization, you are able to surrender as you know you're safe. You can take a deep breath. Thought is telling me otherwise. When I started seeing that for myself, in the moments I can see that, and sometimes we are innocently caught up, but in the moments when I can see that I experience thought, I am able to uh, to surrender and I actually always find myself falling back to a really good night's sleep. But as more I take life personal, especially in the middle of the night, as more it keeps me awake. So you would like to have any more support to find back to a good night's sleep, get in touch. I love to hear from you. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this podcast, please leave me a comment or pass it on to a friend or family member to help to make a difference to their life. And if you want more support, get in touch, read my book, join my membership group, or if you want personal support, please find me over healthylivingwithpaolaroyal.co.uk. you find all the links below, and I'm looking forward to hearing from you. Thank you so much. Have a lovely day. Bye-bye.